You are listening to the Universal Truth Podcast, the show that brings you nothing but the truth with your host, Taurus Ross. In this episode, we are going to talk about the problem with educational warfare, the problem with educational warfare. And in this episode on tonight, that's pretty much what I want to discuss with you about, the problem with educational warfare. But before I begin talking about this uh, subject or get into this discussion, let me first say this. Parents, it is not the school system job to take care of your children. Let me say that again. And listen to me very carefully. If you are a parent and your child attends any kind of school, whether it's virtual or whether it's public, it is not their responsibility to take care of your child, okay? We see, we in this hour as parents, we got to understand the protocol for the system. We have to understand the protocol for the system. And let me tell you this, the system is out to control, okay? That's their main purpose. That's how they, that's how they handle business. That's how they get their paycheck. They are out to they are out to control, and this goes also for the educational system, okay? This is a global project. The, and when I talk about this subject in particular, I'm not just talking about a particular race because all children are affected. Believe this or not, all children are affected because many of the parents don't seem to care whether or not their child is learning in class. They don't seem to care how they how their child day went, whether their child had a good day or not. They seem not to care. And so many, many times occasionally you have a lot of wounded children that's going to school, they're struggling in their classes, and the teachers, the principal, many of the people that work for the city and state council of the educational system, and mainly the parents don't even seem to care. So it is not the school system job to take care of your children. If you don't want to be bothered with your child, and I'm not saying this to be disrespectful, I'm saying this out of love, if you don't want to be bothered with your own child, then you should have not had them. It's the truth just like that. You should have not had them because let me tell you this. What you produce in this world, whether it's a boy or a girl, it is your responsibility to take care of that child. Not the school system. Not the, no, 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 no. Not the school system. You're supposed to send your children to school so they can get a better education. But when you seem not to care about your child and, and you send them to school and that child feels the lack of love that he or she should receive from mom and dad, then they're going to struggle in their classes. They're not going to pay attention. They're going to join into gangs. They're going to follow the wrong people. Because if you don't talk to them, somebody go talk to them. Believe this or not. So it's very important that you understand the problem with educational warfare. 
And I'm not blaming all parents because some parents are doing the best they can do. It's just the lack of support in the house, okay? And I understand this ain't got nothing to do with a particular race that's going on worldwide, okay? This is something that's going on worldwide, and many children are affected by it. Because mom ain't paying them no attention. Because dad don't pay them no attention. So so they look out for seek attention. Okay? And, and believe it or not, whoever feeds into their attention, that's who they going to get their undivided attention to. So this is something that that's going on right now in this hour. And it's something that we need to be concerned about as parents, as teachers, and as coaches. Okay? Because the people that work for the city and state council of the school systems, okay, they are out for the money. It's a business, okay? It's a business. It's an industry. It's a monkey. I'm sorry, not monkey. It's a money-making industry. And that's what it's about. And they seem don't care if your child get an education or not. All they want is to do what they want to do to control your child so they can get money. So they could get paid. And that's and that's a shame, okay, that we live in a society like that. But it is what it is. So how can so how can we expect our young people to understand the demands and discipline necessary to obtain a decent education if their hearts don't understand the basic foundations of their integrity? They can't, okay? They cannot, they would not obtain a decent education if their heart is broken, if they, if they are bleeding spiritually, if they are wounded. Their hearts will not understand the basic foundation of their integrity. Why? Because they are wounded. And if you understand something about wounds, bruises, and cuts, let me say this, or surgery, some things a band-aid just are not going to help, okay? If you break your arm, a band-aid ain't going to heal it. The problem is we want to put a band-aid on something they don't need a band-aid on. And see, that's, that's, and that's a problem. That's a problem. We want a quick fix just to, just to throw the child out of our faces so we won't pay attention to them. And, and we don't understand the effects of what that child is dealing with, okay? That child is wounded. And many of your teachers know and feel and sense this, but they seem don't care. They just don't care. I'm not saying all teachers. I'm not saying all coaches. I'm not saying all parents, no. This is something that's going on today, many of them, because many parents do not want to be bothered with their own children. Education starts at home. Yes. Yes, it starts at home. But the thing about it is, as a parent, it's your duty to teach your child the importance of having an education, why it's important to go to school and to do your work, why it's very important to pay attention in class. But when you don't pay attention to your child and you tune your child out and your child needs the proper attention, when they go to school, they're not going to pay attention. They, they, they seem to do whatever they want to do. They're going to wander off in their minds, 
thinking whether what the teacher's saying is boring, this ain't helping me, and coming to find out they have not received the proper training that they're supposed to receive when they was at home. And this is something that is serious. You see, this has caused many of our schools to become more like battlefields than learning institutions, okay? The schools is has become a battlefield than a learning institution. You see, many of our young people enter the school every day with serious wounds to their souls and a desperate need of spiritual triage, okay? And what I'm saying is the process of examining problems in order to decide which ones are the most serious and must be dealt with first. But how can you deal with a child's problem and you don't even care what the problem is? You don't know what the problem is simply because you don't take the time to talk to that child to see what's going on. Yes, children needs attention, okay? Children needs attention. And if they don't get the proper attention, this is what's going to happen when they go to school, all right? So what they are told more often than not is simply to sit down, shut up, and pay attention to the lesson. And you're not supposed to tell a child that. You're not supposed to tell a child that, especially when the child is wounded. You don't tell a child just to sit down. You don't tell a child just to shut up. You don't tell a child just to pay attention to the lesson because you don't know the effects and then again, then again, you something else worse could possibly happen. Okay? We are living in an hour now where kids are committing suicide. Young people are committing suicide simply because they don't have that proper love in their house. Okay? Mom don't care. Dad don't care. Nobody don't seem to care about what's going on. And, and it's very important that we take the time as parents and just to see and just not just on to see how they did, but but just to talk to them. OK, you did. You never know that can make a difference. All right. But in order for them to learn anything, the spiritual bleeding needs to be stopped first. But see, a child is not going to learn anything if they are wounded and, and, and they are bleeding inside, and I'm talking about from a spiritual perspective, they are bleeding inside. They are hurt, okay? They, the, the womb is so painful, you know, the, that to the point where a child can't pay attention, and that's what's going on in this hour. You see, other treatments or lessons can be applied. If a young person is bleeding to death, the other treatments don't matter. And what we want to put our focus on is stuff that doesn't matter. We don't want to focus on the main thing. We don't want to see in reality the main thing or what the problem is. We want to we want to take care of the small issues, something that's something that's what caused the bleeding to stop by putting a band-aid on. And like I say, a band-aid will not just will not heal every wound. Like and I said as an example, if you break your arm and the doctor put a Band-Aid on it, it won't heal. Okay? So they had to use a method. They had to put a cast on there, okay, to, to heal the process. And see, it's a process. Healing is a process. 
And we don't want to go through the process with our child because it takes too much of our time. And that's unfair to the child. It's very unfair to the child. You see, if a young person does not possess a basic understanding of the benefits, it does little good to try and teach them about whatever the subject they're struggling in, whatever, despite whatever class that they are struggling in. It does good. It does a little good to try and teach them about the class. Why? Because the young person does not possess a basic understanding of the benefits. Why? Because they are wounded. They are wounded. They are hurting inside. And you do, as a parent, you do not want to hear of your child joining a game. You don't want to hear about your child on drugs or something like that, committing suicide, getting bullied. You, you, you don't want to hear that. But it's stuff, it's stuff that takes place in a child's life. And a child would do anything as they possibly can get in with regards to receiving all kinds of attention, okay? Simply because they don't get the proper attention in their house. So, if teachers and coaches lose sight of morality while fighting in this educational and cultural war, it is as they are in the middle of a battle without knowing the purpose for being there. So, yes, it's very important that teachers and coaches get involved, encourage the children to do better, to see what's going on, okay? To see how they're doing in their classes, okay? And have that bond with the parents. Because when I was coming up in school years ago, the teachers and the parents had a bond, okay? They had a bond to the point where anytime the child does something they're not, they not supposed to do, the teacher will call the parent, okay? And the parent would discipline the child. But that was back then. It's totally different now. It's totally different now because we have allowed the government to tell us how to control our children. We have allowed the government to, to tell our children what what's best for them to learn in school. And many of the stuff that they're learning in school ain't even necessary. It's not even necessary. It's not important. If, an, if they is tell them, telling them something, nine times out of ten, it's a lie. And, and we got to be aware of this. We got to be aware of this. One of the great dangers for this war, for many of committed teachers and coaches, is that war becomes we all know. We cuss, discuss, argue, shout, reason, rally, petition, picket, and debate. But for the most part, we do it all very well. And it can never be said that such actions in the halls of education is unnecessary. Why? Because this stuff have not been addressed. There are teachers, there are coaches that understand this principle of control and they're not addressing the problem. Okay? They will rather get paid money just to control your child and misleading your child. I don't care how talented your child may be, okay? It does not matter. That's not the point. The thing of it is when you see something is not right and you see something is misleading, 
It's your part to do what you can do, okay? Do the right thing. Don't go alone and you see your uh, you see a child is in trouble and you ain't doing anything about it, okay? I'm talking about for the teachers and coaches because let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Whether the parent is in the child's life or not, whether they pay attention to their child or not, the thing about it is you will be held accountable because you know better. You chose not to do anything about it. You just, well, I got to have, I got to get my bills paid. I got to do this and that. Well, we all got responsibilities. But let me tell you this. I am not, and I'm going to say this out of love, and I'm saying this out of respect. I am not going to be, I'm not going to sell out for anybody in a race, in a gender, you can't pay me to do something wrong, okay? You can't pay me to do something wrong because I'm not going to do it. And that's how the, that's the mindset of the teachers and the coaches need to be instead of going along with it and knowing it's wrong. So, but if that is the only response we have, then we might begin to see young people as enemies to be overcome or opponents to be crushed. So when we see all this stuff going on, we begin to see young people as enemies. And let, let, me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. It is not their fault, okay? It is not their fault that they're not getting the proper attention that they need to get. So if they're not doing what we tell them to do, we can't get mad at them and see them as an enemy. We got to do our part as parents. We got to do our part as teachers and as coaches. You see, we risk no longer seeing them as wounded souls to be treated and cared for. So we see them as enemies. We don't seem to care about their wounds. We don't seem to care about their souls. And we seem not to care about how to treat and how to care for them. Why? Because our perception on them is totally incorrect about what, why they're doing what they're doing, okay? If a child is failing in school, somebody needs to know why they're failing. Just don't go on. Somebody needs to know why they're failing. Somebody needs to know why they're struggling. But when you don't ask a child questions or seem to care, more than likely they're going to continue to fail, okay? And, and, and this is something that's real, and this is something we can't take as lightly. You see, and we risk never knowing the dramatic change of heart that can occur in young people when we investigate the heart and treat the wounds of corruption with the comfort of morality. And see, that's the thing. When we see something is not right, then if it's something we can do, we need to do it. It shouldn't matter whether we get paid or not. The best thing to do is to do the right thing. If you're going to do anything, always make sure it's the right thing, okay? Because we are held accountable, all right? God ain't going to hold a child accountable. No, he's going to hold the parents. He's going to hold the teachers and the coaches that see this stuff going on and they're not doing anything about it. Mainly the parents. Mainly the parents. Because if we don't teach them, if we don't train them up the right way, 
then God is going to hold us accountable. Now, it's totally different if you train them up right and they still go to school and still want to do what they want to do. You did, you, you're doing the best to your abilities you can do, okay? Now, for the teachers and the coaches, okay, when you're seeing this stuff is happening, you need to be concerned about. As a teacher, you need to be concerned about why a child is struggling or why a child is feeling, why a child is doing what they need to do. I'm sorry, what a child, why a child is doing what they're doing, okay? And if a child wants to be a class clown and don't pay attention, try to influence other people, somebody needs to know why they're doing it. They could be wounded. There's a chance, greater chance that that child may be wounded and they're doing what they need. They doing what they trying to do to seek attention simply because somebody else ain't paying them no attention. All right. Many of us who are bravely fighting for changes in, in our education system need to be reminded that this warfare is not the means to an end. Sometimes war may be a necessary evil, justly waged, but we were not created for war. Okay. And eventually, war will not heal the wounds that our toxic culture has left on the souls of our young people. War would never heal the wounds. War would never heal a wound. Because what's going on when a, when a child is wounded and you don't seem to care, the teachers don't seem to care, the coaches don't seem to care, when a child is wounded and they still going to school, you basically sending them back out on the battlefield being wounded and not even trying to seek to see the wounds, to, to seek to heal the wounds. You sending a wounded soldier back on the field that has not been treated for healing, okay? And, and see, that's what's going on within many of these young people within the school systems. We see the same thing. So the only way our culture will be healed is by righteousness. I, I know that sound too deep. It's not too deep, but that's, but that's the truth. I told, I told you all, Universal True Podcast is a podcast that brings you nothing but the truth, whether you like it or whether you don't like it, okay? This podcast tells the truth about what's going on in society, okay? Stuff that's real. Stuff that's relevant because, because lives are at stake. There's a lot of people out here don't seem to care what's going on. And it's understandable why they don't care, especially if, they, especially if it don't involve them. But you still need to understand. You still need to know what's taking place because you just never know. Your, your child may be involved in it. In something, your grandchild, your nieces, nephews, you just don't know. Maybe you. And you need to have a way of understanding, you know, how to deal or how to overcome a particular situation. It's good. It's, it, it is very important to avoid some stuff from happening, okay? To prevent some stuff from happening just by knowing the truth. So, by doing the right things, that's the cure to healing, okay? Heal by righteousness. 
And the last thing I want to say, I was I wasn't planning on being long with this episode. I want to pretty much be direct because there's so much I can say in regards to this subject. It is the mission for the teachers and the coaches to carry integrity out, integrity out onto the fields of the battle. Perhaps not so much as soldiers, but as combat consultants. Okay? Teachers and coaches coming together to fight against the system, right along with the parents, okay? Right along with the parents, everybody coming together to bring justice, to bring change. And when I say justice, I'm talking about justice in a godly sense where everybody's coming together to fight against evil, to fight against the bad that's taking place. I'm not necessarily talking about protesting or anything like that. In general, now, now, let me say this. Let me say this. If everybody's on one accord and everybody's doing their parts and coming together and praying against this evil, there will be change. But if everybody coming together having their own individual agenda, you ain't doing anything but add a few to the fire. Okay? It's time out. It's time out for the blame game and come together as people, as God intending us to come together, okay, to seek his face and to come against this evil that's going on in, in our society. And that's when we're going to see results. You see, there's a French proverb that says this, a healthy soul cannot live. In a dry body. I'm saying it again. A healthy soul cannot live in a dry body. We can't expect these young people to be healthy if their body is dry. Okay? If they hurting on the inside, if they wounded on the inside, if nobody ain't showing them no love, if nobody ain't showing is paying them no attention the proper way. They can, their soul cannot be healthy because they're wounded, because their body is so dry to the point where they're calling for help, they're crying for help, they are seeking help. And so, therefore, many of them are seeking help in the wrong places. They're going to drugs. They're going to gangs. They're going to many of these celebrities who, who's misleading them. Don't get education. This is all you got to do. So they're going out here robbing and killing people because no one is showing them the proper attention. This is something that got to be addressed, okay? This is something that must be addressed because it's going to get worse, people. And I hate to say it. It's going to get worse, but we as people, we have to not just only know who God is, yes, Yes, but God ain't going to do anything unless we do our part, okay? Unless we do our part, that's when God going to do his part. But see, we can't just sit back and not do anything and seeing this stuff going on and just expect God just to come in. No, 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 no. Yes, God is waiting on us to do something. Either we're going to do our part and trust God or we ain't going to do our part and not trust him at all. Because what's going on 
We ain't doing anything but continue to let these wounds bleed within these young people. So I thank you for joining us on Universal True Podcast on tonight. Make sure to visit our website on YouTube that's Unified in Yahshua International Ministries where you can subscribe to Biblical Truth so you'll never miss a video. While you are at it, if you found a high opinion of something that was said and you would like to support, you can do so on anchor.fm forward slash Taurus hyphen Ross. I'm going to say that again. Anchor.fm forward slash Taurus hyphen Ross. My cash app is dollar sign TJ Ross 84. It's one more time dollar sign TJ Ross 84 and the letters TJR are capitalized. My PayPal is paypal.me forward slash Taurus Ross. One more time, that's paypal.me forward slash Taurus Ross. Or you'll simply tell someone about the podcast that will help us out too. So when you spread the word on Universal True Podcast, I take that as a privilege and I take that as a blessing that you you have sharing information with people in regards not just only to their lives, but also to the truth of knowing what's going on, what's getting ready to take place. So be sure to tune in next week. We're going to be back next week for our next episode, and we are going to talk about the power of vision. The power of vision. And on next week's episode, I'm going to share with you the importance of having a vision and how to maintain their vision for their vision to come to pass. It's an encouraging uh, discussion I'm going to share with you all. The power of a vision. Until we meet again on the next episode, God bless you.